We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Early morning, post-game live presented by Manscaped. And, uh, yeah, you hear the music. First rule of Summer League is it's only Summer League. So let's let's let the overreactions begin. Knicks and Lakers kicking it off. Third game for the Knicks in Summer League Vegas. Knicks got out to a hot start, man. 8-0 start out in Vegas. IQ was leading the pack, playmaking fairly well. Getting them into a groove. But, uh, you know, a couple of lapses. On the offensive end, brought the Lakers back into it. Second half, we had ourselves a duel, man. Had ourselves a nice little duel going back and forth. Both teams would not relent. But in the end, it was IQ and Deuce McBride combining for 42 points and leading the Knicks to a 91-82 victory. Let's get it going. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Morning show edition of the post game show. CP, JD, Alex, Tratacaster. What's going on, fellas? How are we feeling tonight, man? This morning. How are we feeling right now? Feeling great, man. Just got a good. Well, it, it was good in the fact that we got the win. Yeah. You know, the Lakers gave us a little run for our money, but. Watching Deuce McBride just go 100%, six for six from behind the arc has to get you excited, especially since he was, what, the 34, 36 pick from, uh, 36 yeah. pick from, uh, from the draft. Talk about a value pick. If he could play like that, uh, it's just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of feelings lot right of now. Watching Deuce go out there, go out there, man. A lot, a lot of, of feelings. bro. Go ahead and overreact. It's all right, man. It's, it's, all it's, right. it's almost 1 a.m. in the morning. Go ahead and overreact, man. <laughs> summer league. That's... First rule of summer league is it's only summer league. But, I mean, look, this kid has been getting better game after game after game in front of our eyes. We, we knew that he was a ball hawk. But today, um, the offense, 
the offense is, is what stuck out. I mean, the defense, you can om- almost, you know, count on it every night from Deuce McBride, you know, picking up from full court, never bailing on the play. I mean, there were several, several plays that were notable from this kid. Early on in the game, there was one where um, McClung had beat him with a behind the back. On his way to the rim, McBride recovers and ends up ripping the ball out of his hands. Then you had, uh, to close the half, you had uh, McBride locking up Austin Reeves to a standing ovation led by the Knicks fan TV contingent of Papa Left, CK2K, my guy Greg Armstrong. You could literally hear them clapping on the TV. Shuts him down there. Then he was his own buster. Third quarter, busts up the zone with, I think, three three-pointers. Uh, yo, McBride was just great, man. And then to close out the game in the fourth, him and IQ... Uh, once again, combined for 42 points on, on the night. Him and IQ shut the door on him. JD, what, what was your observations, man? Man, listen, overreaction night. Yeah, I can't wait till we play you, Trey Young. We got we got something yeah. for you. Yeah, we got something go. for you. I can't wait till we play some of these point guards that you know have caused terror at the Garden. Facts. Uh, listen. McBride, I started with the Marcus Smart comparisons. I think after tonight, I'm going with Mike Conley of the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going, I'm stepping up the ladder. I'm 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 going much higher than that. <laughs> Listen, he is making a case definitely, you know, sure. to get some minutes. Yeah. Um, because I, I just think he's just going to get better. You know, you know, people forget after summer league is over, you still have about two more months you know, where these rookies are going to go back into their off-season uh, regimens are going to continue to work. Mm-hmm. And listen, McBride, what's going to get him on the court is the defense. So yeah. I'm impressed by the offense. You know, he was making them them threes. And was what was most impressive about the three-point shots is they were all different types of threes yeah. Yeah. versus the zone contested threes mm-hmm. um, on the center court, long threes. He was shooting all types of threes and those translate to the NBA. Yeah. Um, and that was what, what was positive for me. I'm looking at what can translate versus NBA competition and the way that he played tonight, the way that he made shots at the spots that he made them will translate to the NBA. So I'm most excited about that from Deuce McBride. I can't wait to see him in training camp. Al, Al, he was he was great, man. And and there was even one play in the zone where um, he finds Obi, who was trying to break the zone through the middle. Obi passes it back to him. McBride does like a little sidestep. You think he's going to hit the three, but he, he catches Obi on a give and go. And then Obi mm-hmm. kid catches his guy in the post and, and gets a nice little bank shot in there for the layup. So I, I thought, uh, you know, there were times where McBride was very poised and under, under composure, especially during that, that zone in the half-court trap that the Lakers were putting out there. Absolutely. And I think one of the plays that really stands out to me is late in the fourth quarter game is close. I don't, I can't remember if we were up or not, or we're just about to take the lead, but you have McBride just crash the board, get the offensive glass, starts driving it out and quickly dishes it to Obi Toppin who comes in flying, trying to finish the layup who gets fouled and gets to the free throw line and hits both of his shots. And I think that's great awareness, like to have that type of instinct to look for somebody else while driving out to catch the, defense off guard that's something that you gotta love from the point guard play and having both him and Emmanuel quickly out there really yeah. it's just a good tandem for guys who can score guys who are looking to pass 
guys who are just looking to create for others, it's you, it's they're so tantalizing together. I just I don't see like after this how he can't earn minutes, especially as JD already pointed out. Defense is going to get him on the court. Yeah, you know I got to sh- like I listened to uh, the mismatch. Chris Vernon always talks about when he's talking to coaches. If you want a rookie to get on the court, the first thing they have to do is prove that they could play defense. Offense, it, we it know we know it takes time and it can come later. But the fact, but they can play defense at a high level. Understand rotations. Understand on ball defense. Mm-hmm. Understand just how to attack the passing lanes. They will get on the court much sooner and get some of those minutes. If he can then just contribute on offense, what we saw tonight, obviously going 100 from behind the arc, six for six, hitting 77.8% of their shot, his shots is just not going to happen every single night. We know that. Yeah. But if he can give you some offense with that defense, there's just no way you're going to have this kid on the bench. He's going to be, he's going to just sitting on the bench. He's going to get minutes. And to see something like this, it's very encouraging. Deuce McBride is becoming a fan favorite very quickly amongst the fan base. And rightfully so the way he's been playing and it's, First game, right? Yeah. First game against uh, the Pacers. Didn't really have a good outing, but every single game he stepped it up another level. He went two from three, two for three from last game for three uh, from three point range. Now six for six. I'm not expecting like most, but the fact that he's being consistent offensively mm-hmm. with his defense and just full court press the entire yeah. time, dude is tenacious. He's I love everything tenacious, about man. it. And, and and let me say this: mm-hmm. what, what I think is going you know, along with the defense, you know, when rookies come into the NBA, especially rookies that are known for defense, there's two different levels of defense that is played. You have the rookie that comes in and he wants to get minutes. So he gives you maximum effort, but they don't necessarily make sound decisions. Yeah. You know, effort on defense is one thing, but you also have to have the defensive IQ. And when you're playing for with a coach like Tom Thibodeau, it's not only about showing effort, Right, because Obi showed a lot of effort yeah. last year, but how many times did we see Thibodeau upset with him Gotta missing a rotation, too, bro. not having the awareness? McBride has the defensive IQ. Mm-hmm. We saw tonight, even times where he was slightly beat, he rotated and caught on to yep. the other, the other uh, uh, offensive play. player. Never out of the play. Thibodeau is a big, I you know, trust guy. Where if he trusts you out there, he will give you minutes. And I think that the defensive IQ is what he's, you know, essentially is going to get him on the floor. Yeah, one, 100%, bro, 100%, right? And we've now, we are, we have 1,000 people in the chat right now. Let's get those likes up. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Knicks versus Lakers, Summer League postgame. Knicks win 91-82. Um, yeah, another dope sequence by McBride, man. Knicks were up 69-68 in the fourth he hits um he hits back to back three no he, he yeah he hits back to back threes and on the second of the back to back comes back on the other end and uh cuts into the passing lanes and gets a steal brings it back up the court so again you know like we said man he's never out of a play always 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 on on guard and uh in the end in the beginning you know they had him on Austin Reeves locking him up in the end they had him on Mac McClung so that was that was good uh good adjustments there by coach Yoshimoto and and McBride was just absolutely solid man absolutely solid I, I think he was watching the the, uh, the Cade tapes last night man we we got Detroit coming up uh I forgot which date that is it's either Saturday or Sunday we I think it's on the 13th so we got Detroit Ooh. coming up on Friday so I think Ooh. I think they're circling that man McBride versus and Cunningham. IQ versus Ooh. Cade Cunningham you know, they, they face each other in college too 
So he already know they already know each other. They already know each other. You know, you know, McBride is ready to go yeah. back at him. Like, I'm ready for the number one pick. Yeah. I'm ready to take you on. A- absolutely, man. Um, second game ball, I, I got to give it an IQ. You know, th- there were plenty of times during this game where I think I both IQ and Obi. Al, Al, I'm not sure if that's uh that's your your AirPods. Some I'm getting feedback on on uh, one of your mics. It might be might be an AirPod. Just double check those real quick. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think IQ and Obi, uh, you know, there are plenty of times in the court where they, they look like this, the season vets, you know, the, the NBA players, the guys that have been there. I thought IQ set the tone for this game very nicely as a playmaker, uh, getting the offense involved, 25.7 dimes tonight. Uh, one for six from downtown wasn't that great, but he mixed it up. You know, I, th- I thought he attacked the, the, uh, the glass well. The floater was going for him. The leadership was certainly on display. They had IQ mic'd up uh, for ESPN, so you could definitely hear him. And during during the the post game press conference, Coach Yoshimoto said that was a, a point of emphasis for him and Obi. They wanted them to come in here and show leadership, especially with the younger players. And and you definitely see that much more evident with, with IQ. Obi certainly playing hard as well. But I thought IQ was solid. And in the end, he, he took his home, man, because like I said, the, the Lakers did not give up in this game. And uh, you know, IQ hit a, hit a lot of clutch buckets in the end to get us to win. Very interesting though, JD, is that. We talked about the 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 rule that the NBA is going to change and look into in terms of the offensive player jumping into players to, to draw contact. Uh, we saw that late in the game with IQ, where he had a guy up in the air on a, on a corner three, jumped into him, didn't get the call, then comes back, gets an and one, gets a, a, a runner for a bank shot, then hits McBride for the three-pointer, and then draws another foul in the end. So, I mean, IQ had his, his stamp all over the game to close out. Yeah, and, and I think that play, if you look at the difference between both plays, it looks like the ref will still give you the call as long as your body is 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 standstill to the to the basket. In other words, when he did it from the corner, he was sideways and then he also kind of leaned into the defender. That's the play that they're looking to eliminate. Mm-hmm. It looks like you can still pump fake, and as long as you square to the basket and you're not going forward but upward, They'll give you that call because he got that call late. And listen, I think this this organization seems to be very much invested in, in IQ. And the reason I say that is because if you looked right after the game, they showed it on TV. This is the second game in a row that the first player that Tom Thibodeau goes yep. out and yep. has a long conversation with yep. is Emmanuel Quickly. So that signals to me that Tom Thibodeau is invested in it quickly and he understands Big as time. he goes into the second year they're going to need him because the other two point guards ahead of them, we don't know how that's going to shape out in terms of minutes and Big games. Time. So this organization is really trying to push and motivate quickly into, you know, being versatile, whether it's at the two guard being aggressive or if you're at the point guard, just picking your spots and knowing when to play make. So I thought he displayed some of that late in the game where he picked his spot, when to be aggressive and when to kick it out to McBride for some open shots. And to me, that's my biggest takeaway is I was encouraged by the way that this organization and the coach seems to 
kind of understand that this is a guy going into yeah. year two that you need to give him more minutes and see what you have. They're, they're invested in hundred percent. As you said, uh, definitely noticeable first person that, that he speaks to after the game is Tibbs uh, for the second game in a row. So you could tell that they have a lot of goals and that they've set and that they're working on it. And coach Yoshimoto also said the same in his uh, post game presser. Um, Al, what do you think about quickly tonight? Another phenomenal performance. He had his 31 point performance last night. He got 24 points, seven assists tonight. You know, he was just all over the place offensively, defensively. You know, he's hustling on defense, offense. He's organizing the guys, encouraging everybody, communicating, really trying to set everybody up. It's that next step that you want if you want to see him being a lead ball handler to be a primary playmaker that, we, you know, that everyone is hoping that he can become. You can see him pointing to everyone to get into the right spots. You see yeah. him feeding Obi Toppin on the block. You see him giving uh, Deuce McBride the open shot. You see the touch passes getting to guys whether it's Quentin Grimes or Deuce McBride in the corner, he's looking to get other guys involved. And I think he's trying to understand that balance as JD was talking about, like, when does he go for his? And then when does he figure out when to give it to everybody else? And that's the key, that's the key aspect of becoming a point guard, right? Because it's more so getting everyone else involved, getting everyone else's touch it, everyone else to have their touches first. So that way they can get a feel for the rhythm of the game, you know? Yeah. And then, Quickly has to figure out where to get his own shots. But right now, after the like his first game, once again, after the Pacers, which I think for everybody else was just, except for Obi Toppin, who did really well. I think everyone was just trying to get out, shake it out, get out their nerves. These last two games, you're starting to see Emmanuel quickly just come out and just ball out and be that leader. He's a vocal leader, which is what's awesome. And you can just see the confidence oozing from him. Yeah. You know, every time they show the replay. So I see a lot, I, I see a lot of improvement. You know, obviously it's just summer league, so it's a lot of rookies, uh, second-year players, some third-year players. You know, we want to see how it translates to the core. But as of right now, it's a lot of good stuff that we're seeing from Emmanuel quickly. We're going to get to the phone lines in a second. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on for you boys. Call us up with your reaction, 657-383-1509. Or hit us up on the Knicks Fan TV Discord. There should be a link going on in the Discord right now. So hit us up either way. You guys are up late, 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 fellas. We got 1,500 people on the check-in. 1 a.m. right now on the East Coast. So salute to everybody rocking with us. If you're a diehard Knicks fan and you're in here rocking with us, seek help first. But make sure you hit that thumbs up button for you boys because you're a diehard. If you guys are new in the chat, leave a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out as well. And uh, speaking of super chats, I want to shout out Blood of the Panda who sent a super chat. He says, shout out to IQ. But new hashtag today is hashtag OB Avengers, hashtag free OB, hashtag Deuce Gang, and for Grimes, hashtag Baby Burks. All right, let's, let's go to OB, man. Um... 17 points, 11 boards for Obi today. Uh, I thought, uh, again, you know, I liked how he mixed up his arsenal. Two for six from downtown, definitely attacked. Had some actions out of the post that you liked. Again, once again, him and Quickly came out firing early. They had that one sequence where Obi uh, hit the three in transition. Then they came back down and he got a layup in transition as well. So they really pushed the pace and, and got him out running. And that's his A game. You know, that that's where you want to see OB doing uh, once the regular season starts because that that's uh, that's his key strength is, is getting out in transition and scoring in transition. Uh, another night with five turnovers. You know, again, only summer league. It is what it is, but uh, he's got to cut that down. I thought he turned the ball over a little bit too much, picked up a couple offensive fouls, a couple moving screens, and then sh- struggled a little bit uh, in handling the, the, the Lakers pressure in that 2-3 zone. So, you know, he's got to cut down on that. But plus 13 on the night, I thought OB was uh, fairly solid overall. Uh, J.D., what would you think? 
Yeah, I, I think you, you the, the word is 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 fits well for tonight. Solid. I think he was solid. He wasn't great. He wasn't bad. He was he was he was solid. Um on the negative side, start with that. You mentioned the five turnovers. Um he needs to cut that down because again, this is five turnovers in summer league versus you know, undrafted players and some draft, you know, some draft picks in the season, you're getting less minutes, you know, that becomes even more of, of, you know, noticeable things that happen and, and you can, you know, you're turning it over in summer league at this rate against veterans. They're definitely going to look for that to happen there. Um, And his mechanics seem to get a little bit off sometimes when he, he is rushed for a shot or, Whenever he feels that he has to get a shot off quick, whether the shot clock is winding down, he gets the ball last, he feels he needs to shoot it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's shooting a little bit too many air balls for my liking. And when I look at it, it's the mechanics. He rushes it. When he's in a rhythm, he gets a better result. Mm-hmm. Um, on the positive end, I like the 11 rebounds. Um, I like the activity. I like the movement. I like the energy. And, you know, he is being aggressive. So it looks like the game plan for him is to – Don't worry. He's turned the ball over, but the Knicks are saying, don't worry about that. Don't worry about, you know, the shooting percentages. Let's get you aggressive. Let's get you confident. Let's get you feeling like, you know, you're going to be ready to play here in year two. Al, how about you on uh, Obi? You know, you both said it. Solid night. Uh, The five turnovers are the concern, but I'm not, you know, it's concerning, but it's not highly concerning. One, because it's summer league. Two, this is really practice and getting him more touches than he's yeah. used to. We didn't get a lot of touches last year, right? We have Julius Randle, who is getting the lion's share of the minutes and being that focal point of the offense for Obi Toppin. This is now he's now between Emmanuel quickly. It's him also working to be a playmaker outside of, out of the post for his teammates, right? So they're trying to give him the ball on the block so that he can draw the double team and look for the guys on the outside. You see him doing a little bit of stuff in transition, as you mentioned, when he came down and hit the three, and even at the top of the key, he's there. He's trying to get involved with some of the action plays that they're trying to run. But it's just it's a, it's an experiment for him. So he has to learn. And this is the time for him to be experimental, to try things and to see what he can get away with and what he can't get away with. It's summer league. Yeah. What else are you going to, you know, like they give you 10 fouls. Go go at it and go see what you can do. So it's concerning because he's going to have to turn that. He's going to have to work that back. It's two games in a row with five plus with five turnovers. Mm-hmm. Can't be having that when it comes to the regular season, but let him work. Let's see what happens. And I just like what I'm seeing from Obi Toppin so far. Yeah, He's being aggressive. He's getting more comfortable in the post, working the block, setting you screens, doing, doing a lot of action that he wasn't stuck, that he wasn't doing last season. He's getting a lot of minutes, you know, just trying to see, just trying to expand his game and get comfortable. So I like what I see. It's still a work in progress. He's more, he's more confident. That's for sure. When you see him on the court, he's more fluid with his motions as JD pointed out, there's a little hiccups here and there, but it's just going to take time. Yeah. But I like what I see so far. Shout out to uh, some more Super Chats coming in. Shout out Michael Parker in the Super Chat. He says, salute Knicks Nation. Salute to the panel. Salute to the chat one time for the mods. We have gotten ourselves some steals in the in the draft. McBride definitely has a chip on his shoulder. Cape TV sent a Super Chat. He says, Knicks was the fourth seed with Alfred and Bullock. We're getting the third seed with Kemba and Fournier. Shout out Will Caldwell. Looks like Will Caldwell's wearing a, a Knicks fan TV snap in his uh, in his avatar there. He says we went from no point guards to mad options. All right, so he, he's definitely part of the deuce hive as well. So shout out my guy Will Caldwell. Um, shout out Team Hashtag New. There's a guy in the chat with the with the username of Viagra. 
V-Y-E space A-G-R-A. So great name, Team Hashtag New. Salute to Viagra. Salute to Christian in the chat. It says KFTV for the city that doesn't sleep. 24-7 coverage for the fans by the fans. A- absolutely right, man. All right, a couple more before we get to the calls. Um, I thought Sims was solid. You know, it didn't really show up too much on the, on the stat sheet on the points. I mean, seven points plus 16 on the night, but I thought his defense was solid. Always active around the boards. He was still fighting, even though he only had two. And I thought defensively, man, I thought his pick and roll defense was was solid, man. His perimeter defense was really good. So Sims, once again, showing uh, a lot of nice fundamentals, good footwork, and and just staying patient, man. Not doing too much. Just just doing his job, really. Yeah, he almost almost had a double-double. You know, 10 points, 10 you almost had 10 fouls, so that yeah. would have... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You almost had a double-double with points and fouls. Nine yeah. nine bullets for Sims, so he's out there putting in work. <laughs> now, but, you know, it's 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 like you said, it, he, he didn't have many stats, but one thing I've noticed within, you know, the first few games mm-hmm. is, and it's another positive for his future, and that will translate to the NBA, will give him minutes, um, especially under Tom Thibodeau, is... When he gets switched off of guards, mm-hmm. I've noticed he does not get blown by mm-hmm. the guard. No. Um, and as long as he has good technique because of his strength, he's going to be able to keep guards in front of him. Yeah. It's just going to all come down to the contest of the jump shot. So mm-hmm. that is, you know, very impressive. Uh, you know, very Dwight Howard-like, as I've been saying, from mm-hmm. that we have the Dwight Howard of Orlando here. But I think that that that's one of the positives is his defense and his ability. What would seem to be, you know, be able to guard, uh, you know, perimeter players early in his career. The other thing is he shot a three ball and he, did, he missed. He did. he did, yeah. But you know, the first the player that I thought as soon as he 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 shot that was man. How come we can't get Mitch to do that? <laughs> you know, uh, he sh- shot the three ball. He missed. But the the form, the mechanics, it gives you some potential in the future as, you know, centers now, ha- you know, are shooting the three and they're developing that aspect in today's modern NBA. Mm-hmm. I thought that's something that, you know, he could look at film and in the future start working on. And I mean, he shot the three in a summer league game. Yeah. So it looks like although he seems to be a quiet player on the court, doesn't seem to lack confidence. So, True. you know, a few positive confidence things that, that I saw out there. Confidence is there. Al, anything on uh, on Sims? Uh, not much, except that he went uh, – he's 13 for 14 now from the field. So, yeah. almost could have – if he didn't take that three, he would have been 100% still from the field. Uh, but, no, he's very – he's very – I like I like that he's very patient, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. the thing that I like is that when he gets lobs or if he gets a rebound, he's not looking to quickly slam it back down. He'll come down, gather himself, and then go buck back up and finish it. So I like that about him. He seems very savvy uh, from the center position for a guy who, you know, who's young, who's on a two-way contract. And usually when you're on a two-way contract, there's some rawness to you that you think you can work on. Mm-hmm. But I like what I see from him so far. I like that. he. I like the way he sets screens. I like the way that he's able to box out and grab, uh, grab boards. Very, very yeah. sound fundamentally. So I'm very, you know, if you want to talk about overreaction, I'm very high on Jericho Sims and what he could be for the New York Knicks. He's been good, man. Shout out to Chewy Lou TV. Chewy Lou, what's going on? Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, let's, back to some more guards. Well, number one, people are looking for Luca Vildoza. We're hearing that Vildoza, the coaching staff is saying a sore foot. 
the 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 Argentinian report is saying it could be an ankle injury, stress fracture. We'll have to see what happens, but doesn't look like we're going to see Luca Vildoza until the preseason. So that could be a setback in terms of you know how the Knicks structure this roster because you have McBride stepping his game up, and I thought Rokas was was pretty good in this game as well, man. Rokas is starting to get comfortable out there. He chipped in with another eight points, two or three from downtown. Him and McBride had that little one-two game going. They were in the backcourt mm-hmm. uh, defensively getting after it, and Rokas uh, had had some. I think he had two corner threes, two corner threes in this game. So I thought Rokas yep. played very well off ball, and and he's a guy. Guy, even though I don't think he had an assist in the game, I, I still think he 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 keeps the offense flowing. You know, as as we saw in this game in the last game, he keeps the offense flowing, looking for those hockey assists and things of that nature. Um, but I thought Rokas looked a lot more comfortable in, in this game as well. Eight minutes, eight points, and uh, yeah. and two rebounds for Rokas, one yeah. steal as and well. We we have uh, we have baby Lowry and Conley, and now yeah. we have baby Goran Dragic. So <laughs> yeah, we we right. killed the draft, CP. Killed the draft. We killed the draft. Man. <laughs> Give Leon Rose hey. executive of the year already. Yeah, this is that's number thirty four, <laughs> number thirty six, man. But he, yeah, he, he's he, he he, he's well. only tw- yeah he's only twenty years old. So you know, and even in the in the game before where he played, and he didn't really do much. But you could the eye test. You could see that there's something there. There's yeah, some yeah. talent there. There's a skill set there, mm-hmm. um, and and you know his ability to drive. He, he has some flair to his ball handling, um, and he even he makes he makes decent passes when he gets trapped or off the pick. So yeah. it looks like he has a high potential to play effectively on the pick and roll in the future as he develops. So um, I think based on the the way that he's getting minutes. It looks like he is going to be a stash player, but man, yeah. this this could turn out to be when you start looking at the future and you start looking at the Kemba deal, you start putting some clues together, McBride, IQ, the Knicks may have something here already in terms of that position for the future. Play development, man. Stay with it. Definitely on, on uh stay definitely stay on the play development. Um with Grimes, uh look, eight points. I thought, you know, once again, he, he he struggled to kind of find his fit in terms of uh, shooting. Just just wasn't firing. Two of eight from downtown, three of nine on the field. Again, his defense is still steady. He's still hustling nine boards. And, and we went into this knowing that his strength was he was a good rebounding guard. I think he, he'll continue to do that once the regular season starts if he does get burned. I think he, he just needs to needs to find his shot. Um the lack of separation is, uh, you know, something something to watch out for. But I just think he's a guy that they need to run a bit more plays for, and and uh, you know we'll see how he creates for himself, or is he is he more of a finisher? You know what I mean? But overall, I think you know plus twenty one in the night, uh, still hustles, just shots shots just weren't going down for uh, for Grimes. What would you think? What do you guys think about him today? I think he had a really good floor game. You know, just grabbing rebounds, pushing the pace, yeah. finding guys open in transition. That's what he really did well. Throughout these all, all three of these games, he's been struggling to find a shot. I think it's just for him it's going to take time. You know, the good thing is that he's giving you defense. He's giving you the boards. So there's not much to really say about him. He's just not a finished product yet. It's going to take time. So maybe if he go, when he goes into the offseason, preseason, we'll see a little bit more from him. Who knows? But – there's not really much to, to to say on Quentin Grimes rather than as of right now, you're going to get a good four game out of him. I think for him, he's rushing his shot. If you look at it, I think there's sometimes where you see he's taking his time, setting his feet and getting, getting the full mechanics with the follow through. Other times I think he's shooting it short 
or and that's really what it is. I think he's just rushing his shot, trying to get something happening and trying to get himself in rhythm and just forcing a little bit too much what, instead of just taking his time, getting into rhythm, which is what he needs to do. Yeah, it looks like he's having a little difficulty creating his shot um, against the with the physicality of, of some of these now, um, you know, draft picks and, and NBA players. Um, and but I, I agree with Alex. I just think it's it's he's just rushing his shots. Um, and, you know, he's three for nine. He makes a couple of shots with the nine rebounds. Looks like a better night. Yeah, um, I do like the eight, three, you know, eight three point attempts. And even though he's two of eight, I like the attempts because, you know, it just tells you that it's not really it may not really be a confidence thing um, because he's still maintaining his aggressiveness. So you so like to see yeah. that, um, especially, you know, the way that he was advertised in terms of a potential ready uh, made player um, right now. So um, let's just, you know, give it a few more games and hopefully he can end, you know, summer league on a, on a good note. And, you know, and that's pretty much it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
That's a fact. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Late night Knicks fan TV, man. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, leave us a hashtag, diehard in the chat. We got over 1,500 people rocking with us right now. Uh, also, remember, this show is presented by Manscaped, fell. So go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NICKS for 20% off plus free shipping. This right here is a lawnmower 4.0, fellas. It is the Ferrari of ball trimmers. Trust and believe. Take my word for it. And uh, they got a several other great products, man, to choose from. Manscaped.com, promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. All right, let's get to the phones and hear what the people got to say. Let's get to it. Who we got? All right, let's go. Uh, Rod from Nebraska. Rod, how you feeling, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself, CP? Good, bro. How'd you feel about the game tonight? Yeah, well, I, I thought it was a very entertaining game. I yeah. just, you know, pinched myself and checked to see if it was a regular season game. It was re- really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like what I, I saw from my players. I, I, again, like you guys said, I have to agree with you. Obi was solid. Um, and it, this is what we all wanted to see. We wanted to see that, that leap from Obi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my only thing with Obi's leap that we're all witnessing is what's his ceiling. Like, if he takes another leap, what does it look like? Would mm-hmm. it be enough to, de- uh, to uh, dethrone Julius, you know? So I want to see how far Obi could go, really, because he, he's really looking like he took some he took a step forward. Um, with, with Grimes, uh, I agree again. You got like what you guys said. We just some some patience. Uh, he has the package. You could yeah. I can see the package. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm getting some H2O uh, uh, chills a little bit <laughs> when he take that pull up jump shot. You know, and if, if he can make that more consistent, we might have H2O all over again. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm looking at his game, I'm like, man, if R.J. had Grimes' handle or his handle package, you know, R.J. would be an all-star right now. If he, you know, he's just so left-hand dominant. Um, but uh, Sims, if Sims is a steal. We all know that. Uh, he just looked disinterested today, even though he plays, he played decent. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why he's a 58th pick. I think he needs to wake up a little bit. It's not that he's quiet. I th- he, he, he's a space eater. But I want to see him make some New York noise a little bit so he can make the club and, and be productive for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and last but not least, I got to go to our guard play. Uh, McBride and quickly. I'm not a quickly hater. I'm not an IQ hater. <laughs> he's okay? I want to make that. Back. I want to make that. Yeah. I want to make that known. Yeah. Uh, quickly, it's like he got some of y'all on payroll over there. You know, we, we, we getting negatives from Obi, but no negative from Quick tonight. Uh, Rod, he closed the game over. for him. Right? Right. Yeah, 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 but I'm did, saying, did he not close the game. They probably coach him up. Oh, come on, Rod. Come on, Rod. You, you're killing the kid we, again, we, we, man. We Nah, 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 but CP, check it out, man. Check it out. I'm looking at the game as a fan, but also as Nick fans, we are extreme. We like sideline yeah. GMs. So yeah. I'm looking at what's the best play for us. Now, quick, he, he holds the ball. Let's look at the basketball, not how many points he scored, and, and, and he had eight assists. and all, like He's holding the ball too long. And it's not a, a, a knock on quickly, but he's holding the ball too long. But I'm going to get off quick because I'm not trying to make him feel like he's not putting in work, but we're giving him too much shine like he, he's, he's Dame Lillard. I want to see more Alonzo ball from quick for the next couple of games. Pass the ball, okay? But McBride is the truth. I'm going to end it with McBride. Uh, Tim's going to get that. He's going to give Deuce some playing time. We all know it's coming. But that's all I have, CP. But okay. we, we got to stop giving quick little pass, man. Like he can shoot and pull a ball for like 15 Rob. seconds. We don't want mellow ball. you killing me, Rob. Appreciate the call, man. Michael Martin out on the chat. He, he's got the tomatoes ready. He's throwing tomatoes. Rob, come on, man. We on a good vibe. So you, you, you threw us off center, man. Wow. I mean, you, you, you want to. 
<laughs> you want to use the shot clock and you know how many at what seconds of the shot clock he decides to shoot or make a move i mean listen at the end of the day you know when you get into playoff basketball <laughs> end of games usually don't end with system basketball it's usually you give the ball to your best player and you let him create the shot however he wants to do it if your best player wants to take the shot uh the full 24 seconds then that's what they do if they want to move early like that's the way the game ends is 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 usually isolation basketball and you know he made a couple plays and some of some of it he was aggressive i mean i don't see what's really wrong with the way that that he played if you want to nitpick I could see you saying that, you know, he went one for six from three. You want him to hit a few threes or take better three-point shots. Okay, I can roll with that. But everything else, I mean, come on, man. Like, this is a guy that has been – we're talking about a guy that had eight assists. What is it? Eight assists, eight assists, and I think seven Seven. tonight in three games. He has to lead summer league, CP. And yet a guy that's potentially leading summer league in assists, we're still getting on him for what? I mean – Rod, you're killing me, Rod. And not to mention, this is not going to be his role in the regular season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knock on wood, knock on wood. In- you know, injuries can happen, and maybe he is thrust into that position. And if he is, this is this is good experience for him, Rod. Right now, this is player development. You see him talking to Tibbs after each game. He's trying to work on his game. He's trying to be a better facilitator, a better playmaker for his team. Yeah, okay, he held the ball for for a little bit. It is what it is. He closed the game for him. I ran this down. He didn't get the, 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 he got the no call on the three. Comes back, gets the and one. Gets the runner off the glass. The assist to McBride for a three. And then draws a foul at the end. To, to to basically seal the game. I mean, he, he's not going to be perfect, but he, he closed the game. That's what I'm looking at. Stat sheet aside, I'm looking at how did he play to close the game, and he, he won the game for us, along with, along with McBride. And to add on to that, I mean, even though he took the second, like most shot attempts, he had OB leaving with 17, quickly had 15. If you're wanting him to be the point guard, you know, and distribute to everybody, look for everyone to get into rhythm. Yeah. Who do you, who else do you want him to pass him to? Right. McBride got his shots. Rokas got his shots, you know, granted quickly was on the, on the court. It was McBride and Rokas when they were, they were there together. Then you have Obi getting most majority of his shots. He's looking for everybody. Everyone's getting their shots and finding guys who's in rhythm. He's not going to feed uh, Grimes if Grimes is not feeling it. Right. So what do you, so what do you want to happen with quickly holding the ball and to add on, to add on to that, He's, he's setting up a play, right? He's holding the ball, letting the guys run the court, go through the screens, just going through their motions, and then looking for them as they're, as it's going and seeing yeah. if they are open to get those shots. So I don't really care if he's holding the ball for, for, too, for too long in this case because he's waiting for something to develop and de- deciding, okay, is this a good shot for them? Looking for his next read? Okay, if it's not going to be Grimes, is it Obi? And if it's not those guys, is it me? Because the shot clock's now winding down after we just let a play ran. And that's just part of the learning process of being a point guard. 
Rod, you got the tomatoes flying at you in the chat right now, man. Cover up out there in Nebraska, bro. The tomatoes are flying, man. Absolutely flying. So to everybody in the chat once again, we got 1,700 people on the check-in. I want to shout out um, DJ Mr. Man, BK All Day for the super chat. AO Pow out in LA. Uh, uh, West Coast Contingent says uh, IQ with Kemba, McPrivate Rose, Sims with Taj. Our youth have great OGs to learn from. Big up to the Knicks fans in the building chanting defense. And I know I have a feeling I know who that was because my guys Papa left CK2K and my guy Greg Armstrong was in the building heavy, heavy repping the Knicks and Knicks fan TV on ESPN several times, man. Papa left was definitely on camera several times and in midseason form at the end of the game. He, he was chirping at somebody, man. Look, matter of fact, let's hear from him right now. I need to report. Let's go to Papa left on the Vegas report because... Uh, he he was in mid season four, man. Papa left. What's what's going on, bro? Hey man, I'm just raising fan bases out here. I'm just raising them, teaching them the ways. <laughs> wait, wait. What, they, they, what were you first saying? First they start confused. First they start confused. Then they try to hate. They try yeah. to say it's only summer league, and then they clap back with the same thing I'm saying. And I turn around. And I say, do something original. You copying me is giving me more power. He so lost I his did voice. it with Atlanta. I did it with Vegas. <laughs> See right there, it looked like Tom Thibodeau was Papa <laughs> left, ripping him at the end, and ESPN had to catch it because the energy was felt, bro. I felt like I was there, man. Y'all, I read on Twitter. Proud, I read on Twitter. It really bothered me because I read on Twitter. Mark Jones said, "Look at all these Lakers fans that made the trip to Vegas." Yeah, that was so. I'm ridiculous. not a mapologist. That was I'm not so a mapologist. But Newark. To Vegas is, is a bit of a flight. <laughs> it's a bit of a trek, Mark. It's a bit of a trek. It's yeah, they, yeah, and, they, they, they uh, panned know, over to the Lakers fan. I was defense like... the whole game. It was okay. me, CK. We had a contingency out there. Mm-hmm. You know, woke up our friends, you know, wearing Knicks jerseys. And it was, I think, a, you know, a tie game. The Lakers came back. They played really well. Shout out to their team. But the Lakers fans decided to do a defense chant. And then IQ hit a uh, and one, I believe. And they were one and done. And that that's what <laughs> when you see me with my hands up, I'm saying one and done. <laughs> one and done. That's it. Top I had a couple gems. They had a player named Queen at the line. I said, No, you're worse, Queen. <laughs> You know, I, you know, I had a couple gems. Larry, jo- I chanted Larry Johnson on Obi's four-point play with the UNLV connection. Oh, I we love were it, in man. our bag. It was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, it was a good game, though. Not going to lie, man. It was a very entertaining game. Like I said, man, y- yep. you guys felt, made me feel like I was there, man. So you guys rep well. My guy Greg Armstrong was out there with the Knicks fan TV snap. So shout out to Greg. Definitely uh, holding us down. So, yeah, man, great job, yeah. bro. Great job. I, I, my thoughts on the game, um, just to bring it back to basketball, yeah. it's really cool to, to see the, the huddle. And obviously I, I, I sent that at the end of um, the first half. Mm-hmm. You saw the tweet I sent out where Coach Yoshimoto said, stay on them, stay on them. They don't like it. And uh, that was right before the half when Deuce had his – and Grimes had their clinic of, of just – 
Zedro getting to the spot, cutting off the lane, making them pass out, closing out, not leaving their feet, something that Obi Toppin can learn a little bit mm. about, not, you know, not jumping over your defender, just mm-hmm. closing out. Mm-hmm. But that was great. And then um, very interesting uh, turn of events in the second half. Um, you saw the Raptors do it, you know, in summer league, which is, you know, what are you really going to learn from running a zone? Mm-hmm. You know, these guys, they have makeshift practices, they're they're never played together. If you ever played organized basketball, you know, working in zone into your practice is not something that's, you know, at the top of the list. Um, I I don't think they spent much time on it. But the Lakers ran a full court trap. Yeah. And they ran a two three zone. And um, the Knicks, when they had you know Rokas in there and IQ and guys were getting tired, and. Uh, the coach, Yoshimoto, didn't call timeout even when the Lakers mm. took the lead. He didn't call a timeout. Those guys had to play through it. So I wasn't a fan of it, but it, it kind of worked um, to seeing how our guys were able to get back that lead. And it was Miles McBride yeah, with was. clutch three after clutch three. And it's just it's just amazing to see the character build even in, in a summer league game. And, and uh, you know, that – that that kind of that kind of test matters. I, I don't know why people try to, you know, burn it all down and say it's only summer league. What, you know, points, assists, rebound. What did you do when the game was on the line? You know, I, I like seeing that. I like seeing Sharif Cooper step up yesterday. You know, I like seeing Miles McBride step up. Guys who were told that they're not first round picks. You know, mm-hmm. so shout out to Miles McBride. And you know what's different? Remember last year when we played the Hornets and they ran that two three zone against the Hornets and they, they they ran that two three zone against us. We we kind of were searching for personnel. You know, we were able to yep. put out a lineup with Grimes, McBride, Obi, and quickly. Those are four guys who can shoot. We throw Grimes. He threw IQ went off ball a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Grimes went in the corner. The Lakers were scrambling. So I thought, I mean, basketball wise. How was the difference in the game? And the caller about uh, Jericho Sims earlier, I agree he could be a little bit more, you know, intense, angry. But but at the end of the day, this, this is the third game in a row where Jericho Sims looks very NBA. So so I, I'm I'm very impressed with him. And 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 my last comment is people were like making comments about Shanghai. See you in the G League. I screamed back. These all these guys are on contracts, all of them. Mm-hmm. Your 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 team has the average age of thirty six. Okay, all of my guys are on 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 two way contracts. I'm sure you let, I'm, I'm so, sure you let them know that. I'm sure you let them know that. In the stage, that's right. But. That's right. So I mean, like, let's let's gather in Knicks Nation. Let's gather let's in. Go. This is just year two. Let's gather in because this is going to be one hell of a ride. We have the ultimate brain trust together. I was sitting across from him. And I have the ultimate podcast. You can't spell Knicks without CK. And you can't spell Knicks Fan TV without Knicks. That's a fact. And you, the, we, are, we are heavy, heavy. The chat is heavy. I guarantee I'm going to hang up after this. Mm-hmm. There is no fan in the world like a Knicks fan. Have That's a 100%. good night. Papa left, checking in. Vegas correspondent. Fredo, what's good, bro? Yo, what's up, gentlemen? Good evening, good morning, whatever it is. Uh, take whatever, take whatever I'm about to say with a grain of salt because I'm fully about to jump all the way out. Oh, the he's out of here. He's out of here. <laughs> I'm 
I'm forget the word. <laughs> I'm jumping off the Verrazano. I'm off the tap and Z. Listen, I called when uh, when Sexton was going to be available, and I was saying how I felt that IQ should be the starting point guard. Everybody killed me. They killed me. They murdered me. Right? How I look now, guys. How I look now. I don't look so bad now. Right? Another thing, Obi. They were ready to trade Obi for an LMB pie. For bacon, egg, and cheese, all right? Hey, now L&B Obi. square slices are popping, though, bro. But go ahead. Obi, Obi looks like a stuff, man. He's stepping it up. Yeah, he's, he's really stepping, stepping, it, he's up, stepping okay? it up, okay? He, he's really he's really taking leaps. Lastly, the draft, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody was depressed during the draft. I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people. They were depressed. Mm-hmm. They were calling their therapists, listening to logic. Let me tell you. You gotta trust. You gotta trust this team, man. The one thing I learned from watching basketball for the last twenty-five years is that not only are they playing the basketball game, but you're, they're playing the game of chance. We never really know who these players are going to turn out to be. How many? How many times have we seen lottery picks turn out to be bust? Mm-hmm. How many times have we seen uh, people go in the late in the late first round, second round, turn out to be Hall of Fame players? Look at Ben Wallace. First play, if I'm not mistaken, undrafted going into the Hall of Fame. Everybody got to relax. You know, enjoy the ride. It's going to be a good season. I'm gone. Have a good night, fellas. Fredo out of here. He dropped, you said, he dropped the logic, bro. I said, <laughs> That's so. <laughs> he said, listen to the logic. Yo, so bacon and cheese is good, though. Hey, man. yeah. Man. <laughs> hey, LMB is really good. Yeah, right? LMB Simone <laughs> Gardens, you know? No free promotion, but, you know, come on. B from North Carolina, what's going on? What, what's good, CP? What's good, bro? Yeah. How you doing? Not much. Good morning to y'all. But uh, as far as quickly, you know, I think the two callers, one was super to the left, the other one super to the right. <laughs> I think that, you know, I think that, you know, the one fan, he complained about quickly, but what were we saying that we needed last season in the yeah. playoffs? People to attack other than Randall. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's learning how to attack. He's learning how to, we need it. Right. Especially right. if he's coming off the bench. You know, he's young. He's learning. So, you know, give him time. And as far as, like, all the other players, McBride, I loved him. He was, he was doing his thing. Sims. The one caller said he needs to be angry, but the one thing I saw is that when he was there, his presence was felt. They kept looking for him because they were, they were worried about that lob mm-hmm. with with him. So his presence was being felt regardless, you know, even though he, he, he wasn't touching the ball, which is a good thing. Yeah. The only, the only thing with, with, with Grimes that, you know, and I hope I'm wrong. But I still feel that we should have picked Cam Thomas over Grimes. But that's just me. You know, it, I, I think that Grimes, what we need to do with him is not do the same mistake we did with Kevin Knox and send him to the G League early. Okay. So he could get minutes and, and, and learn how to, you know, build up. Because he he, he looks comfortable but it, it all at the same time he looks like he's trying to prove himself too much yeah you know so, his, so, his, so you just got to settle in and, and, and appreciate the call man we just got to give him some time though d it's, it's still only summer league man 
You know, I, the way I see these how, how these guys are operating with these young guys, I think they'd rather have them practicing with the main roster, watching these guys, you know, learning from them day in, day out, and, and see what, what happens from there. But I, I don't see them doing that. And, and it's just summer league, man. We, we got to wait until things shake out. I'm not ready to have a conversation of who we should have drafted <laughs> not yet. Well, we, we're not, not yet. even in training camp of their yeah. rookie seasons. <laughs> you know, like I'm not ready to have not that yet. conversation yet. All right, let's go rapid fire calls. It's getting late. Book from Queens. Book, what's going on? Hey, what's up, fellas? Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's good? Excellent. First of all, great show. You know, I have an you know some analysis and all that. But before I get started, two things. Number one, shout outs to Knicks fans for teaching the rest of the NBA how to be fans. Like. Guys flying out to Vegas, yelling in the crowd. Just shout out to that, <laughs> first and foremost. And in honor of Rod, I'm going to say quickly for last, because we got to actually talk basketball. Yeah. But just to hit on, on Obi, the thing that sticks out to me about Obi is I feel like last year was a real hard year to read Obi because mm. he's a late bloomer. And late bloomers need more reps, and he didn't get those reps because he's playing behind Randall. And we're not even practicing. He don't really have time to learn. The thing that stands out to me about Obi from watching this, just eye test-wise, mm-hmm. he has things to work on and some rough edges, but he just looks like the best athlete on the floor multiple times in the game. Yeah. Like, his general burst, like, so, he has those moments where he's a man amongst boys, and it really makes me want to double down on Let's keep him in-house for at least another year or even two because if we have to move OB for a superstar, his value can only go up, and we might be letting go of a guy who, if he's not an all-star, he might wind up as like a more athletic pre-all-star Tobias Harris kind of guy. And if he's that, I don't want to lose him for nothing. So that's the thing about Obi. I think what we're, what we're not talking about with the McBride situation is McBride can play the two, and this kind of fixes our rotation because Grimes looks like he's going to need time. Because we're not, you know, Knox is whatever, and we lost Bullock, we're really thin at the three. And I think McBride allows us to play yeah. RJ, whoever we need to at the three, and we could play McBride at the two because he looks like a player. And he looks like a Tibbs player, yeah, which is even more important player. to being talented, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely so, a Tibbs player. Yeah so, be, yeah, so being talented and being a Tibbs archetype mm-hmm. is like double. And I, I just love everything I've seen from the kid. So talking about quickly, mm-hmm. now if you guys remember my earlier call, I know we get a lot of wonderful callers, we might not. But what I was saying is I want to see quickly 25 minutes a game, several of those minutes at point guard, because similar to Obi, he's a little bit of a late bloomer. And he needs time to see what we really have. The thing that stands out to me about quickly is actually very specific, and I'd love to hear you guys' feedback on this. Mm-hmm. Even in the first game, what I noticed, and the Miami Heat did this during the season, and so did the Clippers. On the pick and roll, people want to take that three-point away from quickly mm-hmm. from jump. His first dribble in the NBA, they're like, not you, buddy. You're not going to sit out here and kill us. Mm-hmm. And even in summer league, they're playing him like that. They're chasing him off of the three-point line. And what he has to adapt to very specifically is he has to adapt to that read off of that initial. It's not a full double team. It's just a show. 
right? Yeah. Like, so his defender chases him, and then the screen defender shows, and they press him a little bit. And there are two reads off of that that quickly needs to learn. He needs to learn either to dump off to the, to the screener or the corner pass if they're covering for the, for the role. Yeah. And I think that's what they're working on. And if they learn those two things quickly, this idea of quickly having to be Terrell Brandon or some other yeah, right, traditional right. point guard that nobody uses anymore, right? Yeah. Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. Ain't no, Chris Paul probably might be the greatest pure point guard of all time. Mm-hmm. Can't win a ring, mm-hmm. right? I don't know why everybody's still in love with this like this is 1995. It ain't. I was there in 1995. It was a great time. We're past it. <laughs> Real, point guards in this day and age are guys who can kill you off the pick and roll yeah. with the floater, the lob, the three-pointer, and the dump-off. Got score. And quickly, he's already got the floater. He's already got the lob. He's already got the three-pointer. If he can learn those pass reads, he is good money. Yeah, pre- appreciate the call, man. Great call by book. Great call. And as you said, man, that this is the time to to work on work those kinks out because earlier, you know, in his rookie season, uh, you could see that, you know, when when the NBA teams when they adjusted to it, especially later on, you know, quickly was kind of he hit his rough spots in in the regular season because I thought a lot of defenses adjusted to him, ran him off the line, you know, forced him to put the ball on the floor. And he, he wasn't confident. He didn't have the handles. You know, that's something that he's definitely working on. And and as you said, wasn't making those reads. We did see him make that corner read in the last game, though, against the Pacers. I think he definitely saw that. I think he hit OB in the corner um, for three. But as you said, just, just making those those reads quicker and making those passes, um, you know, either, either a dump off or in the corner could definitely help him. It was a, it was a it was a great it was a great call. I will say quickly that no pun intended that um when he was talking about the way that they're playing him, um I think the counter to that will be which I'm hoping that he can show some of it before summer league ends um is the mid range game. Um, he still you know even tonight he shot like a floater from near the free throw line. I want him to, you know, try to take that baby jumper there. Um, Just get into that rhythm so that you can, you know, have that experience. Because, again, um, that's going to be the counter. And he's going to have to translate that to the NBA. Because once these seasons start, you're not playing some of these players. You're playing against, you know, professionals now. So um, that's going to be the counter. And that's going to be the next step in his development. For sure. I mean, I think the first thing that... You know, CP, you mentioned it. Uh, playmaking is the big thing that we need out of IQ, and he's working on that right now. We see that in full throttle through Summer League. And as to JD's point, the mid-range is definitely the thing. You know, as I as I mentioned before on Knicks Fan TV, he only took 15 mid-range jumpers last season. So, mm-hmm. 72-game season. We can't have that. You got to be a triple threat. You got to have some middle game, and it can't just be a floater. It can't just be the runner. It has to be, you know, even Doris Burke was talking about that. He needs to have that the mid-range to be a true threat yeah. uh, as a guard. So he needs to work on it. It's true. And, uh, yeah, he did knock down a couple of mid-range, I think one or two in the Pacer game. Uh, you saw him attacking the glass. He, he did get the floater off a couple times in this game, but also just attacked just, just with a regular layup. He had his nice runner at the end, you know, the typical IQ runner off the glass. He gets those angles well. Um, so, you know, quickly he's working on it, man. But, again, 25.7 dimes, poured in eight dimes in over the last two games as well. So, uh, good, good, good outing by quickly. 
25, 7, 7 to 15 from the field. All right, let's um CK. You you in the you in the live room on the Discord? Not yo, sure. yo, here he is. Let's go. Yeah. What's happening? Nah, brother? my phone my phone was trying to play me like the referee tonight, bro. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> it was, I mean, times out. I don't know. Yo, CK, I think ESPN, I think I think they watching, man. ESPN put you on TV too much. I'm like I'm like yo, hey. they, I think they know who CK I think is, they man. Know. I think they know. That's what. I, I, I had to give the reins to Papa Left because it was starting to get a little scared. I didn't like that. So Papa Left <laughs> took the show, man. He, he did his thing out there. He did his thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, how was the vibe, man? What'd you, what'd you think? Yo, the vibe was wild. Papa Left, I was, I was listening to his call, and he put it perfectly, man. You know, that there was a lot of energy there because, you know, being so close to L.A., there's a lot of Laker fans. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of people in Laker jerseys in the seats, but I don't know as far as their fandom because they were very quiet the entire time. Mm -hmm. But the Knicks fans, we were up. I mean, see, for you've been there. You know it's like for, for some league. We show up, and we were there for sure today. And um, I, I, like Papa Left said, I definitely believe our noise woke them up a bit and, and made them a little bit more invested a little bit in this game. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. That's a vibe, man. What did you think about Deuce? That first off, the halftime defensive stop was epic because, number one, I heard I heard Papa Left clapping like that. It sounded like an AK-47 go off on my TV speakers. <laughs> I look over at the top of my TV. It's Papa Left standing up like a maniac. Clap, clap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, we were losing it, man. I, I'll probably get kicked out of this hotel if I yell Deuce one more time. I, that, that boy, is, he is different, man. I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I like, I love this kid. Like, he was my son. I'm just so excited about this dude. Deuce is because the offense was great. The six for six from three in the second half, it was fantastic. But yeah. like you mentioned, the stops. Like in the first quarter, he in the yeah the first quarter. The way that he was, you know, guarding baseline and, and, and suffocating all their guards on any time he was put on to whichever guard it was. Mm -hmm. I don't even know half the names for half the people on this team the Lakers had. But yeah. um, it, 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 was, it, was, it was really good. And I also want to show some love to, I know we're talking about Deuce, but I got to give some love to, uh, to Quentin Grimes. I know his shot wasn't going in, so it's not as sexy and whatnot, but yeah. the dude had eight points, nine rebounds, and his defense was suffocating. If you look at the guys that he was guarding yeah. up until the end, because they're doing a lot of switching on Obi, but... Up until the end, he would he would he had him in prison. He he was mm -hmm. locking these dudes up. Unfortunately, shot wasn't going down. But you can see it. Like it, it, he's very very active. It was something I'm sure Tim's really enjoying. But yeah, Deuce man, I, I, I could talk about him all day. I, I, this guy, man, this this dude. You know, I, I was seeing the tweets saying that Deuce is what we wanted Frank to be. And if that's the case, sure. But I, I'm all about it. If there is a Deuce hive, Kids give me the crown because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to ride from. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. This kid, yo, he's a problem, man. And his jumper's ready, man. Like, yeah, he he got yes. a lot of them, a lot of them in a row and a lot in rhythm. But sometimes you might not hear from him, and and you know he's bailing you out. Elbow three, mm -hmm. snapping, snapping the rims, bro. Come back, get a and, that, and that's the and that's what the beauty was for tonight because you you were seeing it um in the first two games that you know and, and it's just something. There's one of his calling cards that was on his scouting report and whatnot. This guy, he's really good at the mid range, right? Mm -hmm. We knew that. Um, but then it was, you know, he can shoot, but will it translate to the next level? And tonight was that night where it was like, yes, idiot, yes, it can. And you see six for six, where you know, and, and they weren't all off of a catch and shoot. One of them was off a of dribble. One of them was getting to a spot, pass, and got the ball back. Like there was so many instances in how he got to the open uh, three point shot, some not so open. And he did the right thing with it. It's, like I said, it's just the, the varieties of ways that this guy was um, playing offensively. The, the, the defense. 
if you don't know by now, you need to under, like he should yeah. show you that. It's, 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 that now it's just it's it's just expected, bro. Now it's it's just exactly. automatic. Exactly. It's just automatic, yeah. man, because he doesn't give up on a play. And t- it's times 100%. where you think he, his man got him beat, and he's right back recovering, and, and he's right. right, and he's good to go. You know, the, the kid's yeah. defensive awareness is solid, man, absolutely solid. Um, did you uh, when did you get in? Did you get in today or or yesterday? No, I got in. I got in Monday night. So because because you know mm-hmm. you know how they had on the schedule that they were going to determine whether the game would be on Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday. Yeah. I was hoping and praying that they were going to choose Tuesday, but they chose Monday. And I was I was leaving uh, right when that game was going on. So mm-hmm. uh, I missed the Monday game. But yeah, I got in here on uh, Monday night. So I, I, I was saw some yesterday. Um, was there for a lot of today, and I'm gonna be back there tomorrow. And of course, I'm be on Friday for sure. Did you catch? Um, did you happen to catch Detroit and and uh, and and Houston last night? Did you catch Cade versus Jalen sure Green last night? I had to be there. I I had to be there. For those who know, I'm a huge Jalen Green fan. I've been there from the jump, so I'm excited to see this kid. I hate that he's a rocket, but it is what it is. And um, yeah, I wanted to be there for that game, and it was fun, man. You know, like I said. You, I'll, I'll say you this though, it was not um, RJ versus Zion kind of hype, but the hype was there. It was, yeah. it was really dope. A lot of people were excited about that. Um, the Rockets got themselves probably the best draft Man, um, by far. I was uh, impressed, just seeing, bro. You know, uh, JD's boy uh, Sangoon out there. Sangoon was beasting, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> bro, that dude, that dude is both the Gasol brothers in one player. Yeah, sure. that guy, his post presence is crazy. He has a three ball. He runs the floor. The defense is great. He he hasn't even shown off his passing skills. I'm sorry. I know this is a Knicks show, but yeah. I, that kid. Like, yeah, we gonna, like, we, we, we wrapping up soon. So we're going to go rapid fire, man. Let's go rapid fire. We're wrapping up soon. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, that, nah, it was good. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, nah, man. It was a, it was a dope game. Definitely very entertaining. You, you could see Cade and, and, and Jalen really playing up to the hype. Because, you know, especially yeah. Cade, man, he, he was locked in defensively. He needed uh, it, man. He needed it, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. Green Green just looks like he's going to be an assassin-type scorer coming out. Crazy, and, and, yeah, you saw Cade's leadership on display defensively. You, you had a lot of young mm-hmm. guys showing off, man. Um, I thought Saban Lee, he's a guy that gave the Knicks a little bit of fits when man. we played Detroit last year. Saban Lee played a good game. You saw uh, Demboya played well. Luka Garza had some moments in the game. Yeah, man. How about Killian Hayes, though, man? I know there's a lot of Knicks fans that are still rooting for Killian Hayes. Yeah. I, I, I like him. It's just I feel like whenever he makes a mistake, he starts to shell up. He saw that a little bit in that game. He was really aggressive to start, but then he made a few turnovers, and yeah. then all of a sudden, Killian Hayes was just invisible. So I, I, I'm hoping for him, but yeah, I, I don't know how he's going to mix with these uh, jelly, these uh, these the cast of guys that got in Detroit. Yeah, Killian uh, played well last night, and then Josh Christopher put on a little show last night too. Man. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah, man. Josh Jay Christopher got... put a little show on last night, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, it's... man, it was fun. It's fun. I mean, I'm enjoying the summer league time, but yo, the next tonight though, like I yeah. said, like it was, it, it was wild. It was wild, and there was, there was like, like Papa Lusty, he put it perfectly because there was a lot of Knicks jerseys in there, mm-hmm. but they were pretty quiet until like they heard us going. I ain't trying to or horn nothing. Papa left. Definitely was the Batman in that one for sure, but you know <laughs> once we start, once down, we started bro. going, like it, the, the the gym got loud, and I'm glad they came through the stadium. I just was watching the highlights; so you could definitely hear it, so it was good. Yeah, it was it was hype. It was That's hype. hard. That's hard, man. Well, we got uh, we yeah. got Kane on on Friday, man. So I'm we excited. got IQ and and uh, and Deuce got to step it up because Kane is definitely circling this one. They circling it. We'll see what happens, man. Definitely gonna be a nice yeah. test for us. 
Yeah, you know, whole team got to step up because that 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 Detroit Pistons team is is big. They're long, like yeah. like you mentioned, Seku, uh, Kate. Like they got a lot of uh, Sadiq. Like they got yeah, a lot yeah, of a lot Sadiq of was balling team, last so night too, bro. Up. Sadiq for was sure, definitely balling sure. last night, man. So the defense is definitely yeah. going to get tested, bro. We'll see. I think man. out of all we'll the teams see. we have left, that might that might be the most like I guess NBA ready talent players that yeah you know you're gonna face so it's gonna be right. it's gonna be a fun matchup they're already posting online the videos of mcbride when he stole the ball from k <laughs> let's go like let's in advance to hype up the matchup so, <laughs> well, let's, so let's see what up, happens man. there let's hype it up ck we talk to you friday bro yes sir yeah, yeah good show y'all yes now, sir hold it down hold it down yes sir be safe out there bro yeah man we'll do all right, that was uh, CK, 2K in the building. Great great job as usual, CK, Papa left. My guy Greg Armstrong is out there, heavy. And yeah, Nick's taking on the Detroit Pistons on uh, on the 13th. So that's Friday, and then they got the Cavs on the 14th, and then I think the playoffs start. So we'll see. They mentioned on the, on the telecast that uh, you, you have to expect a lot of tiebreakers by the end of this little, you know, four or five game season. So, um, they're going to give the tiebreakers in point differential. So kind of gives the team's incentive to, to kind of play through the end of the fourth quarter and, and run up the, the score. So let's see where we end up at the end of it. But, um, Cade, Killian, Garza, it's going to be a nice test, man. It's going it's to be a nice test for us on Friday, man. Can't wait. I can't wait for that matchup. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, fellas. Great show as usual. A um, couple more things. I want to salute uh, the Super Chats. A couple more came in. Shout out Rondell. He says, salute KFTV. I love our depth. It should carry us back into the playoffs. He says, hashtag Dennis Schroeder 5.9. Ooh. When betting on yourself goes wrong, fellas, Dennis Schroeder, who was holding out for a $100 million deal, turned down the Lakers' four-year $84 million deal. And ends up with the Celtics on a one-year, damn near mid-level exception. Oof. Nerlens Noel, give him a call, man. Help him out. Nerlens, give, oh, him, give him some <laughs> cash, bro. Oof. Talk about, man, that's a rough offseason for Dennis Schroeder, man. And, and I don't even know if that's the greatest fit just because Kyrie didn't work out. Yeah. Kemba, you know, up and down in yeah. terms of what was going on. Who knows about what's going on up there with the culture? That they 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 made some adjustments this year with the new coach mm-hmm. and trying to shift that culture up there. So let's see how it works out. But he 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 has a tough task ahead of him. Um, but hey, if you need any motivation, then you have it now. So let's see how he plays. It's gonna be fun against the Knicks too. Yeah, got a lot of motivation. A lot of I mean, motivation. I, I'm thinking for him, like, is he gonna be starting or is he coming off the bench? Because I can't see him working well with uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because he's, to, to me, is a shoot-first uh, point guard. You can't have it when you have two of the most dynamic wings on that team. I would presume he's coming off the bench, right? So you think maybe they go maybe they go smart and then have him That's, off the bench with nah, Pritchard? He, I think he has to start. I would think because, I mean, hey, he could come off the bench, but if mm-hmm. I'm shorter, then that's even – CP a worse move who fire your agent because you yeah. already lost money. You're going to take five, six million. You better find a situation around the NBA that puts you back in that position to cash in again. You're going to a position. Now you're coming off the bench. You're never going to see that money again. 
Tough bet. <laughs> Tough bet, man. Uh, speaking of Nerlens Noel, Nerlens' contract is official, and it came out a lot better than than we we thought. On at least you know when free agency started. When free agency started, they said it's a three year, thirty two million dollar deal. Um, only two years guaranteed, and only eighteen million. So uh, Leon throws in four million in unlikely bonuses, and the third year is a team option at nine point seven. So the Nerlens deal is a lot more digestible, I think, from a business standpoint, at least from my perspective. You know, not How as you bad feel as about that now, CP? Do you <laughs> okay. like the deal I'm okay now? now? Yeah, I'm all right with it now. I'm all right. Because, you know, he earned it. Again, he earned it. You know, this is not to say that he doesn't deserve money. To me, any NBA player, they deserve as much as they ask for. They put in the work and, and the sacrifice. From a business side, though, you know, I, I just look at it a little bit differently. But now, I think it's a great deal. I, I think it's a great deal. Two years, 18 and you put four million in bonuses in there, and the, third the only way is, he's is getting that bonus, option. only way he's getting that bonus is if they trade Mitch and he becomes the quarterback of the defense. And he's getting. Those he's got to get the hands then, transplant first, bro. Get the hands <laughs> transplant, and we, we might be talking. Because I think the I think the bonuses are like first team or second or NBA defense or something like mm-hmm. that. So. Mm-hmm. But hey, it, it's 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 a it's a great move. Um, he he's entering his prime, and it's only two years. And Thibodeau can you know keeps his rim protection for forty eight minutes uh, with Mitchell Robinson. So uh, yeah, I, I like I like the move better now. True, true story, man. Shout out Blade Hinder, Pinder Hughes for the super chat. He says, salute gang. Yo, watch Mouse at the Palace on Netflix. Did you see World Wide West out there? Yeah, of course, man. That the legend of World Wide West became known. Uh, as he was at the Malice of the Palace breaking up the fray and getting Ron Artest up out of there. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that on Netflix. And um, Sheeta gave us some sound bites on Malice of the Palace. So I'll post that up on the channel for the people that, that hadn't seen it. Bring back that uh, that Sheed, um content. Al, what, what's your thoughts on the Netherlands deal before we wrap? I think it's a good deal. I mean, I was... You know, I was enthusiastic for the money up front, but I like that we were bringing him back and adding that center depth, keeping that room protection. But to see that it's under $10 million annually, the third year is a team option, uh, how can you not like the deal? We keep that room protection, as J.D. pointed out. We have consistency on the team. You know, the, the second unit is going to stay intact. And yeah. if we don't have Mitch to begin the season because I don't I, – I think it was said that he was still in a walking boot. If we still have Mitch, we still have Taj. So we still have consistency either way. So I like it from all ends from, from that perspective. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Like And like you said, the, uh, the deal is much more digestible. And um, also today, Kemba makes his contract signing official, ladies and gentlemen. It is official. Kemba Walker officially signs his deal with the New York Knicks. And uh, the Knicks, as usual, man, always, always knows how to put together the welcome home montages. So uh, let's take a listen to the one that they put together for Kemba. During the 2011 Big East Tournament, five wins and five nights. Kemba Walker, step back. Walker, Kemba. Remember that buzzer beater at the world's most famous arena? Of course you do. Then he followed that up with a national championship. With the ninth pick in the 2011 NBA draft, the Charlotte Bobcats select Kemba Walker. That summer, he went ninth overall to Charlotte in the NBA draft. 
It's unbelievable, man. It's, it's not real. It don't feel real. Showtime. In nine seasons with Charlotte and Boston, he earned four All-Star selections and an All-NBA team honor. He averaged over 20 points five times and hit countless clutch buckets, breaking many ankles along the way. The resume speaks for itself. But as they say in a different Bronx tale, you gotta do what your heart tells you to do. And for Kimbo Walker, that means coming back to where it all began. Please welcome home at six feet, 184 pounds from the University of Connecticut and the Bronx, New York, Kemba Walker. Kemba coming home. Hey man, no, no one does the montage, the welcome home montage like the New York Knicks, baby. So welcome home, Kemba. I don't know when, when the official press conference is going to be or if they even do those. I, I don't know. You know, with, with COVID and everything, they kind of do a lot of things different these days. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But he did sign his contract. And uh, a happy Kemba's coming home, man. So looking forward to it. And welcome home, Kemba, once again, making it official, official tissue, man. So. Two years. Two years. Guaranteed. Two years guaranteed. Two years guaranteed. We- I think it's about eight eight point something in the first year and uh nine mm-hmm. point something in the second year so good job no more dame bye bye dame i yeah, think not, it yeah, seals it yeah i think that's over with. i think it's, it's over, over with cp yeah man and this show's over with too man late night <laughs> late night tilt man so to everybody who tuned in with us chipped in 1500 still on the check-in let's go salute to everybody on facebook as well can't forget you guys um. Yeah, we'll sign out, man. Uh, uh, JD, go ahead and sign out, bro. Uh, you know, JD Sports Talk NY on Twitter, and you know, shout out to the fans, man. Shout out to you on the chat, man. Two a.m. on the East 2 Coast. Two a.m. Animals. There is no fan base like the Knicks, man. We're in summer league, and we're getting hype. Yeah. I mean. Man, I'm just hyped for the season, just seeing some of these results and and, and just the support. So let's get ready for the next game against the Pistons. Yeah, Yes, sir. Al, uh, again, sign out, man. Yo, shout out to Knicks Nation. Shout out to the Mod. Shout out to everybody who's up right now. 1,500 watching us live. Yo, it's 2 a.m. You guys are real ones, but you know what it is. You can find me over at KnicksFanTV.com. We'll put out a great team. Great content over there. You can also check out the podcast, Nick Shets, etc. You can also check me out at Hoops Habit, part of the Fan Sided Network. Yes, sir. Great job as usual, fellas. And uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, man, great show. Knicks win 91-82. Uh, 2-1 in the Summer League campaign. Knicks versus Detroit and Cade Cunningham on Friday. We'll be back, man. You know where to find us, Knicks Fan TV. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Remember, the show is brought to you by... Manscaped, go to manscaped.com and to promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. Also, remember that this show is available in audio podcast format. So, if you miss it, you, you had to go to sleep, you can't catch it on video all night, always have the podcast form ready for you just a couple of hours after the game is over. So, uh, we're on major platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, all the major ones, so you don't miss it. And uh, we'll also have 
the post-game reactions from Coach Yoshimoto and Deuce McBride. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll post that up on the channel as well. We'll have the post-game press conference from Deuce McBride and Yoshimoto. You can get some some of their comments on uh, on this win, man. So we'll see you guys Friday. Blade Pender, he was in the chat, sends another super chat. He says, hate to be that guy, but the article saying it would be harder to come back uh, from Kemba's degenerative knee than the ACL surgery made me nervous. Well, it's only two years. It's only two years, bro. Honestly, if it don't work out, it don't work out. We, we got enough depth here where we'll be fine. You know, we'll, we'll be fine. So. <laughs> CP's like, it's 2 a.m. If it don't yeah, work out, it don't work out. If it out. don't work out, it don't work out. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.